Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Black Girls Make Music. My name is Alicia Renice, and I am here with the lovely Kyla Simone. And today, yes. And so today, um, we're going to be talking about a few things. But I'll, first, I want to let you introduce yourself. So, Yeah, so my name is Kyla Simone. I am a singer, songwriter, and guitarist. Um, I'm also the founder of Girls and Guitars Official, which is an organization for other female singer, songwriter, and guitarists to um, develop their skill set, uh, to have opportunities to showcase their skills, and um, also grow as a community. I love that. I love that. So how we want to get things started off here is by shouting out a woman in your life, someone who's encouraging you or inspiring you, um, someone that you just want to spotlight. So who is that person and why? So I would have to easily say, um, her name is Jennifer Bliss. She's actually my guitar instructor. But um, every time we have our sessions, like they turn into these like empowerment sessions and just like she's, I would say she's like my therapist slash guitar (laughs) instructor because we always get into life. You know, we touch and agree on a lot of things and she gives me some really good like nuggets of encouragement Um, because being an artist can be tough and just being human can be tough sometimes. And, you know, I don't know if you know this, but typically women who do music, we wear our hearts on our, we have a like, wear our hearts on our sleeves and we're very, Um, especially women who play guitar for some reason we're just very like I don't know like wordy and emotional and just you know filled and so sometimes you know you just need someone to uh to talk to and so she's been that person for me not just as an amazing guitar teacher and helping me to get to the next level as a uh, guitarist but just on a on a just a spiritual level, on just a friendship level, she's been a really great uh, help in my journey as an artist. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really excited to get started in this on this on this interview because you touched on a lot of things that I actually want to talk about. So um, so yeah. So let's get started. So I want to know besides who you are in terms of music and I guess like organizations that you've started. Who is Kyla? Uh, I'm very like basic. The biggest thing about me is I'm artsy fartsy. So I love anything art. Mm -hmm. That's music. That's visual art by trade. I'm a graphic designer. So that's what I do all day. Um, nine to five to pay to pay the bills. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I just, I'm a free spirit. I'm a believer. You know, I love the Lord and I try to try my best to grow closer to him and just kind of really like lean on him for how to function as a human being uh, to make sure that I'm treating people right and doing, you know, being integral and in, in all of these different things. Um, so, you know, and I'm human and, but uh, I'm really striving to, uh, to just be, you know, the type of person that, um, that loves people and, and it shows in my actions and my behavior and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, uh, that's, that's, no, yeah. I'm real chill. I'm just yeah. real chill. I like to laugh. I crack a lot of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and I love people. I really do. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'll be one of, you know, I, I can be introverted sometimes, but um, overall, I really love people. I have a heart for seeing people succeed, mm-hmm. which is what my whole, like, um, vibe has been about with Girls and Guitars. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, would you say that, you've always been this way since your childhood or have you kind of evolved since then? Um, I want to say I've evolved because as a child, I was more shy. I was more on the shy side. 
Um, I always was involved in the arts in some way uh, because my mom is also a creative, uh, but it wasn't probably until I was a little bit older that I um, kind of came out my shell some. And I, the guitar was actually one of those things that brought me out of my shyness. Mm. Um, I still have some of it, but I don't really allow uh, my fear and dislike of really being in front of people. I don't let it stop me from, mm. you know, going forward. So I've grown a lot um, into someone who, even though with I have a lot of fears and reservations, mm. I try not to like let it keep me from, you know, doing what's on my heart and what mm. I feel God is leading me to do. Um, Cause I don't want to live, you know, life with regret. So how did you, how did you go from being so shy to being courageous? Like, what was that journey like for you coming out of your shell? And um, I know a lot of people are afraid of failing in public. They're afraid of looking stupid or people judging them. And even though like, they're just thoughts, like they can still be powerful. So how did you like get over that fear? Um, I wouldn't call it a getting over it. Mm. Cause it's still there. Yeah. You know, we all want to be accepted. We all want, um, you know, for people to like us or like our art and all of that. But I think what it is, is that I got beyond, um, I got, I learned to be okay if they don't, I learned to be okay if, you know, something happens. If I, it's been so many times I've gotten on stage and like forgot my lyrics mm-hmm. or I tripped or I hit my face on the mic or like, just dumb stuff that happens <laughs> to you. I swear, like, sometimes I feel accident prone because, like, the dumbest things happen. But um, I just, I don't know. I just have gotten to a place where I'm just like, well, oh, well. Mm. It's not yeah. the end of the world. Like, to allow it to keep me from re- reaching my full potential, it just wouldn't make sense. Yeah. So when you can get past kind of, like, other people's thoughts, expectations, and and, you know, you know, their desires for you or their criticisms of you and mm-hmm. all of that. When you can get past that and you just love, and that's the other thing. I'm sorry. I don't want to be like, no, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> but I learned, I had to get back to a place because there was a time when I wanted to quit music, but I had to get back to a place where I liked music just for the art of it. Not because I was trying to gig to death or, you know, like I, I just wanted to get back to the art of like enjoying songwriting enjoying putting music out that empowers people and and when I kind of readjusted that it made it made me not so it's not that I don't have the energy to grind and that kind of thing but it just helped me to put things in perspective and remember the why and what I'm doing uh and that you know what I'm doing doesn't have to look like you know big artists out here, you know, killing it right now on the Grammys. And and if that's Mm -hmm. what God has for me, then it'll happen. Mm -hmm. But if I focus on doing it for the art of it and just being obedient in my gift, like Mm -hmm. whatever doors God opens is going to happen. I love that. I love that. I think, excuse me, I think about when I was younger and, you know, when people would ask, what is a successful artist, right? I would automatically go to like Destiny's Child or something. And I guess whoever was the the end thing, right? And um, and I thought that was the only way you can be successful. And so I didn't realize that I had been carrying along that definition of success or um, what it looks like to be an artist for so long until I became of age and was able to really pursue music. 
And it was really discouraging because I saw where I was <laughs> and like, and where I thought success would, would be. And um, I agree with you. Like I, I too had that, like, uh, I just wasn't feeling music for a while because I, it wasn't because I didn't like it. It was just because I was like, well, what's the point? You know, if I'm not going to, you know, be famous, then I'm just going to be a failure. And really finding that, that joy. I, I love that. I love that you had to go back and do it just for the art of it, you know, and be okay with that. And I, I, I'm, I'm pressing this point because I think a lot of people believe that in order to be successful, you have to be like at the Grammys or you have to be signed to a label or you have to be, um, you know, touring the country. And for a lot of people, um, they're successful in their own right. They're successful, period. Um, they're just as successful as a person who is on the stage. And you don't have to be an artist who is pursuing these things to be a successful artist, if that makes sense. So It's crazy because... Um like one of my favorite artists is Indy Yeah. She recently, you know, started kind of talking about openly in the public that, you know, about her retiring. Now I don't know if she'll actually do it or not, but just wanted to focus on some other things in her life. Okay. And it's just interesting because, you know, she kind of pointed out she's done this, she's done that. She's had this many albums. She's had this many Grammys, et cetera, and so forth. Um, you get to a place, I guess, where you're like, okay, what's next? You know, yeah. um, I think that, Artists, just because you're successful um, or in the limelight, I should say, just because you're um, in the limelight and you're deemed to be accept, you know, um, to be successful in the limelight, yeah, does not make you a happy person. Yeah, it does not make you fulfilled. It does not make you content. Then you get to the very tip top, and then what? Right, yeah. <laughs> left. You have to face yourself, right? You've been <laughs> hustling all this time, right? You're, you've reached all the goals that you kind of had in mind. Now what? You know, yeah. people end up reinventing themselves and so many different things. And so um, I think that some of those artists would probably go back and say, man, I wish I had have learned to love music for the art of it and allow that to guide my course. Yeah. Rather than being so pressed to jump on a label that ended up ripping me off or, oh. you know, all yeah. the war stories you would probably hear. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to that point, I know where like, but to that point, to be able to fit in those boxes, a lot of people tailor, like cut off pieces, pieces of themselves. You know what I mean? Like people are trying, if I have to be successful, I have to look like this, sound like this, do these things. When I really feel like God created each of us, like to be individuals, our own unique voices, our own unique sounds, our own unique messages. Um, and when we try to, again, fit in these boxes to be accepted by these people, we end up losing the essence. We end up losing the story. And, and I feel like once you lose the story, it's, there is no point anymore. You're just, you're just kind of uh, a pawn. You know what I mean? You're not yourself anymore. Um, so I really want to ask you, like, how did you fall in love with music? I don't know if you, like, if you are in love with music, but like, what was your first, I guess, interaction with music that you were like, hmm, this is something I actually want to pursue? Wow. Um, I sort of had no choice because music was just something that I was around. I come from, you know, like a lot of artists, I come from a, a background of music singers, artists, musicians, et cetera. Um, I think that it was around maybe 2000 or so where, uh, you know, I had some years prior to that where I was like writing music for a choir I was in. And so I got my feet wet, like writing, you know, doing some writing for, you know, others. And um, shortly after I had decided that I wanted to, uh, to do an album, <laughs> So I went through that and, and, you know, I like 
thought I loved music at that point, but that was an interesting scenario for me. And it was a learning, big learning lesson for me as a new artist in the very early stages. So I ended up, um, you know, uh, running from music for a short time. I think that as the years beyond that progressed, um, I sort of did it because I hung around a bunch of music people and that kind of thing. So I had still not really developed like that. I love music, but it wasn't something I saw as for me as an artist, as an individual artist, yeah. you know, or so writing for other people, this, that, any other. But once my mom, um, she bought me a guitar right before I went away to college. And, um, and once she did that, I think that's what sort of unlocked this sort of different style of music. And that's where I started to really like love music because it helped me to define who I was, you know, as an artist, as a songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it brought me out of my shell, you know? And so um, I would say that was like pivotal for me around college, like just, and I was a late bloomer with the guitar, but you know, God's timing is never late. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> So that was really my time. So, yeah. so to summarize, no, I grew around music. I enjoyed music. I mm-hmm. loved writing and you know engaging because I had a lot of friends that did music and family members that did music. So I loved it mm-hmm. in that regard. But as far as it becoming like a core part of who I am, um, it happened once I had a guitar in my hand, and then it was just like a whole another world for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was it about the guitar? Like, what was it about it that, I guess, ignited something in you that wasn't there before? So first, the guitar for me was sort of like a security blanket. So when I had to perform, it was almost like that thing I could hide behind, yeah. you know, or yeah. it made me feel like I wasn't up there like by myself. As strange as that is, and I actually name my guitars like a lot of us do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it was definitely like, I would consider like a friend, you know, in that regard. Um, it was, it, something about the guitar allowed me to write from a very transparent, um, mind frame. Mm. You know, I was able to sort of unload in a different way. I don't know why or what sonically about the guitar does that. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, it just it just unlocked a different like writing for me. It helped me to be able to have conversations with God, you know, in a different way. Yeah. Through music, you know. Yeah. And he really like spoke to me. I feel like some of the songs that I wrote, they were directly for me and what I was going through. Yeah. Um, so it just it, it cultivated like more of a spirit of intimacy, you know, between myself and and with God. Yeah. And, I think it's just the nature of that instrument. It's just something very, that anybody, just about anybody can pick up a guitar mm-hmm. and learn how to play it. You know, it's just a very friendly, warm, cozy instrument. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. I, I definitely resonate with that when you're talking about something about that instrument. It just, it almost creates like this atmosphere of intimacy. Um, Cause I'm, I'm learning how to play guitar. I'm not like, I don't play, I'm learning. <laughs> And so, like, I find myself, like, strumming and, like, just, you know, just practicing chords and stuff like that. And while I'm strumming, like, songs just come. Like, and and it is speaking to, like, what's on my heart, what I'm feeling in the moment. Like, 
um, sometimes it's not even words, but it's just like a feeling, you know what I mean? Like, um, not a completed idea, but just like this, this feeling. And so I definitely understand that. And so I also want to talk about when you mentioned being a late bloomer, right? Because I feel like within the industry standards, they say if you don't make it by by the age of 27 or something or 25, that it's too late for you, right? And so I know personally, like I've struggled with, oh no, like I'm 30. So I just turned 30 in January. And so I've been feeling like, oh God, am I irrelevant now? Like, is it too late for me? <laughs> is it too late for me like, to pursue music? Have you ever struggled with that? Like with the idea of being a late bloomer? And if so, how did you, or how are you overcoming it? And if not, then how do you avoid those thoughts? Yeah, so initially early on, I felt that way. Now I just really don't care um, because the only danger is in not starting. Mm. You know, the only disappointment is in not starting at all. But if you're willing to start at any age and you're willing to dedicate the time to learn and cultivate that gift, like there's no timeline on what you can learn. God has given us um, infinite, you know, knowledge and wisdom and and an ability to absorb, you know, information and learn techniques. And guitar is really just about uh, muscle memory. Mm. And, you know, if you practice, if you, you know, dedicate your time to getting those fingers right, you know, and learning your fretboard and learning, you know, the technique, there's no reason at any age that Mm. you should, you know, not thrive on it. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I just, it's it's so disheartening when I hear people say like, I'm too old to do this. I'm too old to try that. Almost like they're incapable of learning, you know, they're incapable of, but I, I really feel like it's just the fear of, again, people's judgment, like, oh, this person is, you know, older than this age and they're trying to learn guitar. What's the point? Um, I actually took a couple of guitar classes with PG Parks and Rec. And in my classes where they were all older people, like over 60. And I love that. And I'm sitting here like looking at myself like, girl, you know, so you worried about being 30. Like, you know, these people are, some of them are well into their 70s. And again, that air of like not caring, which I think maybe comes along with like becoming older and becoming more mature. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, you know, you just stop caring about, about certain <laughs> things. Um, but I love that. Um, so you talked about a little bit of, of your journey, like how your mother gave you the guitar when you went to college. Um, how did you get from, I guess, just being gifted the guitar to where you are now? Like, what was that like, like navigating through your, I guess, career path? So I've always been a person who just launches out. I just like throw myself off the side of the mountain. I like that. What it's good, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm not gonna literally throw myself off a side. I'm not <laughs> adventurous in that regard. Like, right. I'll do some adventurous things, but like that life-altering. Yes. <laughs> I no. But when we're talking about this, mm. um, I like to leap out. And so what I did initially, because I have a gift of administration and I also have a gift of design, um, I just launched right out. I started singing, you know, of course, for church, Um, any opportunity that I could get to sing, you know, I would take it. Um, And then it progressed into, you know, from me just singing for my church to people asking me to sing for theirs. Um, And then as things progressed, it turned into like, um, me hosting events. So I would host my own events. Um, and then also, um, you know, performing out at different places uh, that were not church-based. You know, mm-hmm. if I saw that a community was having a, 
you know, a fair, fair or, you know, a community event, mm. I would, you know, sign up for their event. So a mix of like people asking me and me just seeing opportunities and just going for it. Um, I, I jumped on uh, this site called Sonic Bids. Okay. And they have a lot of different opportunities. So I just put myself out there, you know, as much as I could. And I like was performing pretty heavily, you know, as of like a few years ago, I slowed down a lot, (laughs) especially now, but (laughs) (laughs) we ain't got Um, no choice. (laughs) So I just, it just was me putting myself out there, um, you know, accepting invitations and also getting my administration together, doing Mm -hmm. research, studying, you know, some things when it comes to being an independent artist and how to best set up things professionally for myself you know it helps that I'm a graphic designer so I was able to do my website and like you know make sure my stuff looked you know nice and and professional and that kind of thing I also did um radio for some years and uh, me and my best friend started a radio called Thursday Soul Radio and we um and we ran that for some years and so you know I was able to you know meet other artists and other people and I was able to learn a lot, you know, through doing that and seeing how other uh, other artists function and that kind of thing, you know, how they professionally send emails. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, it just a lot of observation, a lot of research went into it. Uh, money, of course. Well, girl. <laughs> and a lot of trial and error. You know, yeah. I bumped my head a lot of, you know, a lot. Yeah. I did. And um you know, I just had to keep taking each lesson and mm. apply it to the next situation. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's been a work in progress. I recently have slowed down um, mostly because I've been focused on girls and guitars um, and just kind of, and also as a guitarist, I felt like um, I have this whole guitar movement. Okay. Like I said, but I, I'm not where I need to be on the guitar. Mm. And if I want to lead other women when it comes to this instrument, um, I need to be step my game up. So I've been taking time off. I've been working with Chin uh, to get my own guitar chops up, you know, yeah. so that I can be a better representative of our organization. Yeah. So I've kind of been focused on those things. Um, but that's how I how I started. I didn't have like one one little method, you know. <laughs> I just sort of dove in and um, did use my you know my different skill sets yeah. to try to you know create a system that worked for me as an artist. Yeah. I like that. Um, because I, I think a lot of people don't start because they're trying to figure out what to do. And I, and I really do believe that sometimes you don't know until you start, until you do it. Like the clarity comes from moving, like not just from sitting there trying to figure out, Oh, cause like you said, like you don't know, there are a lot of things that like were trial and error, like in one moment might, might've seemed like a good idea. And then you learned, okay, maybe this isn't the best idea. Maybe this way is better but you'll never know the perfect way. I mean, what is the perfect way? But you'll never know like the better way until you actually do them. Um, Yeah, so I really really appreciate that. That's encouraging. That's encouraging for me. (laughs) Um, So talking about um, the music and how it's, like I've heard that you talked about, you know, you've been able to meet people through music and um, cultivate community. What other role has music played in your life? Like how has it impacted your life? Um, I would say... It has, I don't know, music, like, it just, it has a a power to, like, lift my spirits. Mm -hmm. Um, It makes me think. There's so many, like, different qualities about music um, that help to empower me as a person and help 
helped kind of get my gears going. Yeah. You know, sometimes I might be, you know, feeling sorry for myself or feeling some kind of way or, yeah. you know, and music has a way of sort of just push, pushing you out the front door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also just allowed me to connect with so many people um, and make so many good friends. You know, Girls and Guitars has been really pivotal, but the pivotal, that's how you mm-hmm. project it's a big word. <laughs> Can sound all intelligent, <laughs> 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 um, but it has been helpful for uh, just connecting me to. I've met some amazing artists who are good people, like really good people, mm-hmm. um, and I'm thankful for that because if it were not for music, I wouldn't have met these folks. You know, yeah, yeah. they've you know been so many people have been an encouragement to me. I've been able to you know, encourage others and um, develop different sisterhoods and friendships and that kind of thing through music. Yeah. So, and two of my best friends, um, they they both do music, you know. Oh, that's cool. One of them I met, well, no, both of them I met through music and we've been friends ever since. Yeah. So it's been, yeah, it's been like a pretty serious thing in my life. Yes. <laughs> that's beautiful. Um, and I, I want to talk about girls and guitars. So how did you even come up with this idea Um yeah, how did you come up with the idea and how has it grown so much? Like, you know, I mean, I don't know if like you think that it's grown, but it's it's encouraging to watch and it's inspiring for me to see like the growth that's been happening. And, you know, even seeing people that I know, like Rolanda, like how she was a part of um, one of the showcases and things like that. I'm like, wow, this is this is dope. So like, how did that even come to be? Yeah, so Girls and Guitar started in 2016. Um, it was really birthed out of something that you've said before for, you know, how you uh, started your organization um, that, you know, you, you, you're you looking for something, but you don't really see it. Yeah. So you create it. Yeah. You know? um, as an artist, I hung around a lot of hip hop artists, you know, a lot of urban artists. I didn't quite feel like I fit in with like the gospel market because I just wasn't my, you know, wasn't really my thing. Um, and so you know, Girls and Guitar sort of just came about as, you know, hmm, I wonder like if there are more, like how can I connect with other girls who play and sing? You know, it's just really that simple. It wasn't anything too serious. Mm. Um, And I took to Instagram and started like finding all sorts of artists. And then we decided to go ahead and do a showcase because I was like, there's quite a few like artists out here. We did our first showcase and I was like, yo, this is like, yes, it's yes. a thing. <laughs> and so we like went running with it because it was a need, you know, yeah. that um, just the encouragement I got from the different artists who were on our first showcase and even from the audience, you know, we had a packed house and people just watching their faces, yeah. you know, as the artists were performing and seeing the artists sort of like engaging with other artists or like yeah. watching the other artists when they were, it was so much, the room was just filled with empowerment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Ooh, this is what I like. This is what I want to be surrounded around. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so um, it sort of took wings on its own and uh, we did showcase after showcase and um, you know, we, we even traveled, we performed in uh, Tennessee, we performed in uh, Georgia and uh, Virginia, down in Virginia Beach. You know, like I just started like setting up 
you know, events in places that I was like, oh, shoot, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if he was going to show up. This is crazy. <laughs> but finding artists in those areas and yeah. taking a few of our local artists on the road with us and um, everything has like done well. It's done what God wanted it to do. And mm. um, and my mind has been blown, to be yeah. honest. It's more so about him sort of taking this little bit of faith that I had and like saying, oh, oh, you think that? Okay, you think that's something? Okay, here. Yes! <laughs> love those moments I love those moments yeah so now we've bloomed into you know getting beyond just the showcases but now I want to see us step our game up you know Mm -hmm. I want to see us um, thrive as musicians as well as artists a lot of us know how to play just well enough to get by or just well enough to play and sing for ourselves there's so many opportunities out here that we could take advantage of if we perfected our understanding of our instrument Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And learned how to play it, you know, to our best ability mm-hmm. um, and get, just get, you know, out of our box. And so yeah. that is my kind of next level plan for Girls and Guitars. And so we've done this so far with um, Girls and Guitars University, which um, we're starting to work on a uh, virtual platform for uh, education. So yeah. I'm already, my guitar teacher actually, we're talking about you know, we're going to be meeting about the lessons and just trying to like film those and, mm-hmm. you know, having like all, all women instructors, that's my goal, my hope, my prayer, Love that. all women instructors to yeah. teach, you know, music business, to teach instruments, you know, guitar, ukulele and bass. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably start off with just the guitar though, and then mm-hmm. evolve into the others. Um, and then excuse me, also songwriting. So some of the foundation things that make a songwriter, a singer, songwriter, guitarist successful, mm-hmm. all of those ingredients have to be at a hundred percent, especially the music business. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> so that's, that's really the, the goal is to create an educational platform yeah. um, so that we can learn how to, you know, be professionals yeah. and, then also we've started some community building within our ranks. So we do circle of fifths with, which is a monthly um, get together virtual, which you need to be in. Yes. Cool. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> you know, we're all learning. Yeah. And, um, we get together and we just talk about everything that has to do with songwriting and guitar and life and just encouraging, knowing that we're in the same, you know, we're on the same uh, playing field here. We yeah. are, you know, pun intended. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was clever. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> and like, you know, coming together because the biggest thing, like you said, that sisterhood is important and and, yes. and no competition. We're feeling we're we're together in this. We're all trying to get somewhere. Yeah. Yes, some are more advanced than others, but they can pull up the other and they can show them this is what I did. I've learned so much from these girls, like, you know, we we'd be sharing information and everything. So yeah. um so yeah, circle of fifths is another thing. So, and then there's a lot of other things that we want to do. And eventually we want to have our own facility, which is a huge project. That's exciting. And I have the vision laid. I just need God to give me the direction, the, yeah. the path um, there. And, um, but one thing at a time. Yeah. And um, I'm really excited about this movement because um, it's just sort of like blown my mind yeah. to see the effect that it's had so far. Yeah. 
I love seeing you talk about it. Like your face like lights up <laughs> when you talk about girls and guitars. Like um, I love people do, doing, literally doing what they're passionate about. You know what I mean? And while, even if it looked different, even if it wasn't about guitars, like it seems like sisterhood and community and like cultivating that community um, is really important to you. And, uh, and I love that. I love that thought of no competition like there doesn't there doesn't need to be competition we can all win <laughs> we can all um survive and thrive and I actually like community better than just doing it alone when you go it alone you just feel so like one what am I doing but then two that no one really gets it and so I think like communities like what you're talking about circle of fits which is really really clever um <laughs> clever name um I think stuff like that is so important to um to creatives especially but also musicians so yeah, um, if you're not in community, you're cheating yourself. Mm. Keeping yourself out of different perspectives and out of, you know, an ability to, to improve and get better because there's just so much wealth in seeing what someone else is doing and them and learning from each other and encouraging and empowering each other towards yeah. So you, you're really cheating yourself if you choose to just walk by yourself. You don't have to, you know? Yeah. I, that dragged me because yes, <laughs> if you're not a community, you're cheating yourself. Yes, I love that. Teach yourself. Yes, yes. <laughs> I feel like my hair is getting bigger. Girl, <laughs> it looks good. Okay. <laughs> it's cute. Listen, that's what natural hair does. It just it does what it wants. It's right. just it's free. Black hair matters, honey. <laughs> Absolutely, in all forms. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about, um, singer songwriter because I, you look at the singer songwriter space and it's usually flooded with white women. I mean, white women and some white men, but mostly white women. Do you ever feel like, how does it one feel? Cause I, I think I consider myself a singer songwriter too. Um, but I think like you, I couldn't really find my place. Like when I first started making music, I felt like I had to make gospel music and that wasn't, that just wasn't me. I didn't have like the pipes um, <laughs> for some of those songs. And, you know, I resonated more with the singer songwriter title. And when I was looking for us, like black people, it was really hard to find. And maybe I just wasn't looking in the right places because clearly they're out there. Um, how does it feel? Or do you have any thoughts about like being in such a, I guess, like a white dominated genre of music and finding your own voice and still holding on to yourself. Yeah, so um, it's something I've noticed as well. <laughs> Even with girls and guitars and trying to, um, trying to look for images, you know, all of those kind of things, like it's crazy. Like there's is no diversity. Yeah. Really, when you hashtag girls and guitars, if you hashtag anything that deals with women and guitars, it's no diversity. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the biggest things that I wanted to do with girls and guitars um, is, as you see, we feature women of color. Um, I'm, I've, you know, it doesn't stop me. Like the fact that there's no diversity just makes me want to like ensure that there is diversity. Yeah, yeah. Even when, um, as a graphic designer. Uh, one of my biggest pet peeves when I'm looking for images to use um, on our flyers is the fact that there's very few black women. Yeah. There's a small pool to choose. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you can even look up 
black female guitars and you'll get white women with black t-shirts. On. Yes. Yes. You know, so um, it's definitely an area that needs growth and I'm kind of making it my duty to, you know, to work towards that change, you know, through what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, me as an artist and also, and that's another reason why I'm trying to step my game up mm-hmm. as a guitarist because a lot of women in other cultures have had opportunities to, yep. um, they've been taught at a young age. You yeah. Know, parents have handed certain things down. Yes. Yes. Um, and, you know, it's just a part of their culture. Guitar is, is you know, with country music, all that. Is, that's, yeah. that's yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, we sort of have been at a disadvantage where that's concerned. You know, I know my mom growing up, she, we didn't have money for me to be in the lessons or any of that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I just think that it's just, it's important to me to make sure that I step my game up as a musician so that I can, you know, I don't know, make my people proud. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm taking my skill set to the, you know, to a, to higher levels. Yeah. Um, because if you get into a room with me and a whole bunch of, you know, Caucasian women playing guitar, yeah. I'm probably going to be on the lower tier yeah. of skill set. Mm. And, and, and that's honest. And it's almost like some of that, like even the guitar, right? Like the guitar was fashioned originally by, I mean, j- yes, it is all over the world in different forms, but like black folk, you know what I mean? Even country music, like it stems from like black music. And, and it's crazy how to me, and I, and I get it because a lot of people, and I'm, I'm just saying this as general, general generalization, um, a lot of black people, like you said, didn't have access to those things. I remember when I was in school and I wanted to join band and I couldn't afford the instrument, you know what I mean? And so I couldn't really pursue those things. And I, and I like how you said with other cultures, it's just kind of woven in it. Like you go to Nashville, you go to these places where like music is a thing. You, everybody got a guitar, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just a thing. Everybody learns how to play. Um, and I love that you're trying to become better skilled because I feel like that's honorable. You know what I mean? Um, But at the same time, I also feel like as black people, we've always had to go above and beyond. So you could be at the same skill set as somebody else, but it's automatically going to be assumed that maybe you don't have the skills. You know what I'm saying? So, so even, even if that's not fair, because it's not, it's not fair. You taking that and not saying, Oh, well, you know, forget it like saying, no, I'm going to be diligent in what, you know, the skills and the abilities and the access that I have that, you know, some people might not have access to that. And, you know, making people proud. I feel like uh, Black folk have always had to wear their people on their back. Like, <laughs> I'm doing this for all of us, right? <laughs> but um, but I, I really feel like being diligent over what ha- God has given you, no matter what portion it is, um, it's really important. So, so yeah, I just wanted to tell you, I, th- I think that's really honorable. Um, I also wanted to touch on giving back. Now, I saw um, that you've also started something called Life Arts. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell me about that and and um, how that came to be or how you got that idea for that? Yeah, so um, I had been working with a um, girls ministry uh, at this church called Fellowship Baptist Church um, since 2010. Okay. Um, and... It was a group called the Virtuous Girls. And so I had been a part of that um, up until probably about a year or so ago. 
And um, we essentially every year, well, we had ongoing mentoring programs that we did every month. And then um, every year we did this like creative experience for girls ages eight through, you know, teenage, like 18, 17, 18 years old. Um, and we would, you know, take the basement of the facility and we would, you know, turn it into, we did like, you know, tropical, we did um, under the sea, we did, um, you know, one of them, we did like a kind of like a glam, you know, a glam type of thing. We did a superhero, you know, type of thing. Um, we create all of the decorations and stuff. The girls at the end love to take that stuff home <laughs> it's a mix of um it's exactly what it says life and art so lifestyle skills mm. and or life skills i should say and then creative arts so we had creative mm. art activities for them to do throughout the day it was a full day event mm. um, and then we would teach them life skill you know everything from cosmetology to um you know sewing to uh, you know, just anything you could think of. We had discussion forums, you know, so it was just a full day of like help. We had uh, the last one that we did, we had some local police officers, women come in and they love that, you know, had discussion with the teenagers, especially. Um, and just like, and we talked about sex trafficking and like, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, it's just an avenue to show them professional women, um, who are doing awesome things, you know, help them to learn and grow as young women, give them some, you know, guidance and direction and, um, and allow them to play and have fun. Yes. So, and learn about God. So it's been, it's been awesome. We took, um, we actually took a pause last year and then with all of this going on, it's just gotten crazy. But, um, since, since COVID has happened, I actually, the same church I've been working with their um, youth ministry. Mm -hmm. So I'm working with both girls and boys. And so we're, um, you know, we're doing kind of like, you know, just some creative things online trying to, you know, yeah. But my part is definitely like, has always been my baby. I Mm -hmm. love, like, it's another one of those things that God, uh, really exceeded, you know, our expectations and because you don't know, you don't know people will register, you don't know, you're putting a lot of time, you know, and care into it, lining up speakers, all of that Mm. stuff. And Mm. so you pray that people, you know, that the kids will, um, you know, want to be a part. And so it's, it's always been a blessing. We've always had a, you know, good turnout and the girls have given, you know, good reviews on how much they enjoyed themselves and what they learned and all of that. So, and it's cool because now some of those girls are in college. And well, no, you're not. <laughs> it does feel weird though. You'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> wait. I know. How'd this happen? You're in high school. Oh, okay. Oh, so you grow ground. Okay. This is <laughs> strange. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. No, but that that is beautiful. It, that is, it's it's always encouraging because um, I had a teacher in high school, and he he said to us, "When you have something, bring it back to your community. Like bringing bring it back. Like whatever, and also like what you didn't have growing up. I don't remember many mentorship programs, and you know, like people who were really you know going to bat for black young women um, back when I was in high school. But now, like there are so many." people who are like, you know what, I either had this and I want to share this or I didn't have this. And so I want to improve someone else's life so they can avoid what I've had to go through or, you know, so they can have the support that I didn't have. Yeah. And so, 
you know, I just, I really wanted to talk about that. Cause I really, I was like, I was reading, I was like, oh snap. Like that, that was really cool. <laughs> that was really cool. Um, so yes, uh, you, you already told me like what you, what you want next for girls and guitars, but like, what do you want next for yourself? Like, I know you're talking about improving your skills and things like that, but what do you see for yourself coming up? Yeah. So, um, you know, to be honest, musically, um, I don't really have a clear picture right now, especially with everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, but what I would love to do is I would love to write for artists. Mm. Um, I really want to get into that. And I would even love to like write from musicals or even be in a musical. Yeah. You know, I've always yeah. been a Disney. Like I swear I should have like been born on the Disney channel. <laughs> <laughs> I love, you know, that kind of stuff. I love musicals. I love Disney and, you know, that type of, you know, Broadway, that kind of stuff. Um, So I would love to get involved with those types of things. And, um, you know, honestly, like, I'm just focused now also on some, like, personal goals. Like, I want to own a house. Yeah. So I'm trying to position myself to do those things because it's not something that I've had, you know. We didn't grow up in a house. You know, we've always lived in apartments and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And so... um, you know, there's certain like generational things that I want to like, you know, focus on, on doing differently. And so um, I'm kind of focused on a mix of like my personal, personal passions and also just some personal goals that will bring me some peace. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what advice so I want to ask you what advice you would give to somebody else, but I find that it might be helpful um, for people. If you can't think of any, you're like just off the top of your head, what advice would you give to yourself just starting out or even just like 10 years ago um, that you think would be helpful for someone else, either just starting their journey or who is along in their journey and they're just trying to like, they might be discouraged, you know, or feel like uh, disconnected from the music because they're chasing the wrong things. Like what advice would you offer them? Um, I would say, like, be patient with yourself and have grace for yourself because mm-hmm. we uh, we have in our mind this vision of the way th- that we think things should go. And sometimes it just didn't go that way. And um, sometimes we got to bump our heads. We got to learn some things the hard way and that kind of thing. So, you know, give yourself some room and to grow and grace, you know, to follow your butt. But don't allow, you know, the hard things that you're going through or the insecurities that you have, which typically are lies, um, don't allow those things to keep you from pursuing and keep you from launching out um, because your gift is too valuable, you know? And somebody, it's not even really, I have this song called Wildflower. And the song like talks about the fact that, you know, the reason that you need to do this is so someone else can see the creator through you. You know, they can see just what God can do, you know, through your life. They'll see, wow, they came from this and look at where they are. Look at Tyler Perry, for instance, (laughs) you know, like he used to be homeless and now he owns his own, like, (laughs) much money, you know, uh, uh, industry, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, it's just, you know, go easy on yourself. Um, when you fall, when you, you know, have moments of bumping your head, really sit back and think on it mm-hmm. and assess, you know, how you can use this to better the next situation yeah. or scenario. Yeah. You know, there's always a lesson in it. God doesn't let us just go through stuff just to go through it. He's not just like entertained by our demise, you know, mm-hmm. that's not his, his ammo. It's not mm-hmm. who he is. 
um, there's always something that we can grab from it um, and learn. And, you know, so yeah, that would just be my encouragement. Um, and just be confident. It's not easy to be confident when you're, you know, before I used to, when I used to get up in front of people, like I was always hard on myself about my weight and stuff like that. Like, you know, or I didn't feel like, oh, I didn't look like these artists or that artist or, um, you know, so I was kind of hard on myself. I was hard on my voice because mm. I felt like, like you said, you know, and I have the gospel chops. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I get you. <laughs> that you don't need them to be successful. Yes. You know, yes. Um, that goes back to not caring, you yeah. know, <laughs> but you know, like cut yourself some slack and learn how to use your voice and, and use, there's so much more that's good about you than these little insecurities that you seem to harp on these little things that you think are so like terrible. Yeah. There's so much more good about you. So focus on those things and the things that you can control and change and upgrade do that. Yeah. But in the meantime, you are who you are. You're aware who you, you know, these pounds ain't, you know, I'm, I'm losing them, you know, slowly, <laughs> but still like there's yeah. still some roles there, Yeah. but I'm not going to let that keep me from being great. Yeah. Just a thing. It's just a part of my journey and I'm going to have to appreciate that, you know, and it, cause if you don't appreciate the now you're going to always find a problem with when you get there. Yeah. You're always going to nitpick at something. There's going to be something that you're not satisfied mm-hmm. with because the real issue is the inside, you know, it's not the exterior things that you, you know, are so focused on. Yeah. So I know it's a, like saying a mix of things here. No, no. We just like, just be courageous and confident in who you are as you are in the here and now, you know, knowing that you're on a journey, we're all on a journey. We're we're evolving. I'm not going to be the same person I I am now in yes. five, 10 years from now, you know, cause I'm going to have learned, you know, I'm very, now I'm like a lot more no nonsense. And I'm like, like, I, like, I don't really care. Oh, you don't like me. Oh. <laughs> Emoji. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And do yeah. it. You so, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, you know, you just, you change over time. You grow. Yeah. So, um, Cut yourself a break. Yeah. Biggest piece of lesson. Cut yourself a break. Yeah. I loved every word of that. You said you were saying a lot of stuff, but everything was like hitting. It was like, (laughs) yes, yes. And I'm trying not to respond because I know when I talk, like (laughs) the voices compete, but everything you were saying was like dead on, dead on. And I know this is going to encourage other people because it's encouraging me. It definitely is. Um, Thank you for that. Um, I also have one more question. You are a woman who juggles a lot of things, um, a lot of different parts of your life. And I know for some people, those parts kind of run together. Um, But how do you take care of yourself? How do you take care of yourself mentally, spiritually? How do you rejuvenate? How do you, um, because you can't be working all the time. You know what I mean? So what are some things that you do to keep your mental health and your spiritual health and your physical health? How do you do that? How do you do all those things, but also keep those things in check? Yeah, so... Um, you know, to be truthful, I don't do as good a job with that as I should. Um, but the things that I know that I should be doing is to take breaks. You know, I can sometimes like work, be a workaholic and just work straight through. Like even, (laughs) even like today I was working and like, um, I had to say, 
you need to take a lunch break. Mm. You need to take a break. It's okay to take 30 minutes away to go get something to eat, yes. step away from the screen, you know, et cetera. So those are little things that you can do. Just take a break, step mm. away, walk outdoors, you know, yes. um, this, um, over the, what I like to do on the weekend, a lot of times is just get out in nature mm-hmm. and, you know, there's just something about just being out in the park. Yeah. And we have in our area, we have like some, a park that has like um, lakes and all that stuff. It's really nice. And so I like to just get out and just like sit by the water and breathe and yeah. just soak it in, you know, yeah. <laughs> Might write a song or something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the park last time I went and I just was out there playing and stuff mm. and um so like just doing little things that bring you a little sense of peace and joy I have not mastered um the art of taking as good care about myself as I should I will say this mm-hmm. um I've been vegan since it's been about five years now okay but um at the top of this year I decided to stop eating sugar mm-hmm. so I've been cutting out like the sweets the junk food all that stuff I cut it out of here and <laughs> i know it's the hard thing the struggle. I, was addicted. Yeah. I was addicted to sugar yeah um and slowly i've been and when i stopped doing that when i tell you my whole diet changed mm. my whole relationship with food changed mm. i don't eat i don't um uh, emotionally eat anymore i only eat when i'm hungry yeah yeah um, you know uh so diet you know having a healthy lifestyle is a part of your um self-care yeah and especially as black people like if i had a big garden and that's one of my goals when i um get a house when you get your house yes (laughs) is being able to have enough fruits and vegetables and things to be able to give to community and stuff because I want to see my people thrive and we've eaten I don't know how many friends that I've talked to or people that I've talked to and just be like well, you know, I, I mean, we're going to die sometimes, so, you know, and just eat, eat whatever. Yeah. You know, it's all tied to emotional eating and how we feel. And, you know, some for some, that's all the joy that we get. It's yeah. A, a that's meal. good. Yeah. And so got to find a way to break that. Um, so self-help, self-care is a lot about, um, it's more than just me going to a therapist or, you know, and that's important too. It's more yes. than just going to a therapist. For me, I don't have a therapist, but like I mentioned earlier, my guitar teacher, like we've really had kinship in being able yes. to really talk. So having someone that you can confide in is really important. Mm-hmm. They can help you see things from a different perspective, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to just go back over what we talked about. <laughs> Self-care is definitely about your, you know, diet and about the things that you're putting in your body. Yeah. um, Because you want to be 100% healthful, spiritually, you know, spending time. I definitely like have been trying to step my game up with the devotional Mm. stuff. I'm pretty sure this COVID stuff has definitely boosted it a little bit more for everybody. (laughs) Sure. Hey, Lord, we get it. Right. (laughs) We get it. But um, but just knowing that your spiritual well-being and just sort of having that connection with God um, is help. It's it's part of your overall health as well. Yeah, yeah. you can't have you know one without the other. Your yeah. spiritual health, physical health, because you know it makes no sense to, um, you know, to 
be Christian, to, you know, do all these things spiritually, but then not treat the body that God gave you. Right. Utmost, you know, respect, basically. Mm -hmm. Care, because Mm -hmm. he wants you to live a long life. Absolutely. He doesn't want us to die young and early and heart disease and just diabetes and all that. He doesn't want us to go out like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so, um, and then there was one last thing. Oh, and then the fitness aspect. Um, I exercise like four to five days a week. Okay. It took me so long, my entire life, <laughs> to actually get this down as mm. far as coming up with a regimen and like sticking to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> like it's I hard. so many excuses. Yeah. I would not feel like it. I'd be sad, depressed, upset, mm. or just, I just don't feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long day. You know, yeah. <laughs> when I started doing those things, like when I tell you, like I felt so much mm. better. And you want to be able to, as an artist, you want to be able to give people the best of you, you know? That's good. There's a lot of running around you do. Mm -hmm. Um, You get fatigued mentally, emotionally, because people Mm -hmm. are constantly, you know, tugging on you for something or another. Yeah. They want to ride you up and down the beltway, you know, (laughs) and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. You want to be at your best. Yes. You want to be a whole person. So I would say you got to, my goal for me to, you know, when it comes to self-care is paying attention to every aspect of, you know, my needs as a person, um, from the spiritual on down to the physical, um, the diet, the food, the exercise, you know, time with God, um, you know, time to just breathe and be out in nature or do something that brings me happiness and joy, play cards. I don't know, Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. No. Yeah. That, that part about playing and just doing stuff just for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. That is, that is, that is joy bringing, you know, like it replenishes. I, I do feel like God wants us to play, like look at his creations. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we're indoors all day. We're working, which we have to do sometimes, but he wants us to enjoy his creations and what better way to enjoy it than to take joy out in his creations or like with the people he created or with the things, you know, laughter, like these are things he wants us to experience. So I love that. Um, so yeah, so as we start to wrap up, where can people find you? Like where, what's your address? Every, I mean, address, web address, <laughs> everything. Like how can people keep up with you? Yeah. So, um, I can be found in two places. One is kylasimone.com. The other one is girlsandguitarsofficial.com. Those are my two sites where you can find everything. <laughs> and uh, I love Instagram. I probably use Instagram way more than Facebook, but you can find us both on Instagram and Facebook. So you can find Kyla Simone or Kyla Simone Music on Instagram. Um, and then you can find uh, Girls and Guitars Official. We're on, we're on all platforms as Girls and Guitars Official. So I don't really use Twitter all like that. So, um, yeah, yeah. When I do, then I'll let you know. Okay, <laughs> no worries. And I'll put the um, contact information, and everything, uh, in the description wherever this is going to be shared. Okay. Um, so yeah. So so now that we reached the end of this episode, I do want to play a song um, from you. So can you tell me what song you want me to play and kind of like, I guess like a little blurb about it or like the backstory about the song and yeah. Okay, sure. Um, let's do wildflower. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
So Wildflower is, it's such a like both like a whimsical type of a, imagine yourself out in a field mm. in a long skirt, long braid, <laughs> uh, you know, just slaying like this. Um, it is a song for all generations to remind us um, of the importance of growing where you've been planted and not looking around at others for your uh, measure on who you should be, um, but to embrace where you are, what resources you do have, use those to your very best, you know, to the yeah. best of your ability. Yeah. Um, and watch how God will take that, those little seeds and, and grow them beyond what you even imagined. Um, and the reason that we need to do this is not simply just for our own joy and satisfaction, but because other people need the encouragement. They need to see someone doing something that they've been wanting to do, but haven't had the courage to step out and do. Yeah. Um, so that's essentially what Wildflower is. Awesome. That sounds beautiful. But thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for taking the time after work, um, you know, just to, um, come and sit and talk with me for an hour. So, um, yeah. So thank you so much again. And yay. And so thanks so much for watching y'all. Please follow her. Please check her out. And I will play the song right now. Bye. <laughs> Wildflower grow, look how your petals rise, glisten in the light. Wildflower grow, color the mountainside, let it come alive. You were made to uplift the nations, out their pain and sorrow. You were made to change generations. Give them hope for tomorrow Oh, 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 oh Keep growing and growing and growing Oh, 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 oh Keep growing and growing and growing Wildflower grow Be bold where you planted Used where you landed Wildflower grow, live light with abandon, the world is your canvas. You were made to uplift the nations, out their pain and sorrow. You were made to change generations, give them hope for tomorrow. Oh, oh, oh. the creator in you, yeah. Gross to the ones feeling lost and alone. You see what trust in the maker can do, yeah. Gross to the ones who don't know who they are. You see the creator